In today's episode of the Coach's Corner Podcast, I want to share with you my experience and struggle and journey through technology, notifications, the pinging and ringing and dinging and distractions, and all of the things in your environment and all of the people and all of the distractions and and desperate attempts for our attention that I had to really learn how to overcome, how to control, and really use technology, which is beautiful. Like, technology, beautiful. But learn to use technology instead of being used by it, and especially having a digital online business, an online team, online Slack channels, and online messaging, and texting, and building momentum in the business and there's even more people who want your attention and have something to offer and want to be JVs and want you on the podcast and this and that. Eventually, I started losing my mind and I had to learn how to control it, how to leverage it, how to use it. And if you if you even remotely or even just, just a little bit know that the distractions of your phone and your computer and technology is taking you away from being as productive as you could, checking Instagram, checking Facebook groups. I'm letting you know you're not alone. It's an addiction, and it's time to break that addiction. And that's what this episode is all about. Let's go. Welcome to the Coach's Corner Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you turn your knowledge, your gifts, and your story into an online coaching business. This podcast is and always will be free to listen to. My only ask is if you extract value from these episodes, simply subscribe on iTunes, leave us a review, and get automatically entered into winning $500 every single month. For more information on the giveaway or to explore all of the options we have on serving you, check out www.lucasrubix.com, and I'll see you there. Okay, so... The first time I knew this was becoming a problem was when I would sit down and be like, hey, I know what I need to do. I, 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 I knew what I need to do. I, I even knew why I need to do something, something that really moved the business forward or something that was really beneficial to my life. And 10 minutes later, I found myself scrolling on the phone and checking the Facebook group or checking my email because I got an email come in or, you know, getting a phone call and hours would go by and I wasn't doing anything. And I was like, this is a problem. This is not, this is not, this is not, this is not good. (laughs) This isn't an alignment with what I say I want. What I say I want, but what I'm doing is completely different. I say I want to build my business, but I'm spending all my time doing things that don't actually matter. And that continued for a little while. I was using willpower and like just pure trying to use discipline to just not check my phone or not check groups or not pretend I didn't see those emails. Until I really had to look at like, hey, how do I need to optimize my environment and start using technology instead of being used by it? And I started thinking about this. If I was, let's just say, a mathematician and I was working on an equation that would, like, solve 
I don't know, space-time. It was like the unified theory of everything. And I was working on that equation and I was really close to getting there. Or I was a doctor. And I was cutting, poking, prodding, and working on a transplant for two hours. Or I was sitting down for dinner or a, a debate or a discussion with someone I really respected. Like maybe a, a world leader or a, a, you know, the president or some celebrity in their field. And I had an opportunity to sit down with them for two hours and have a conversation. Would I be checking my phone every 10 minutes? Or would I be completely invested in the task at hand? Solving an equation, working on a patient, or having the deep conversation with an authority or someone I really respected. And if I did get a Facebook notification or a text or a message from the team, would I check it? Or would I actually turn my phone off would I leave it in the car? Would I leave it in the other room? Or would I give it to someone else to manage? And the second question you could ask yourself is, if someone did email me while I was having this, let's say, two-hour conversation or I was operating for two hours, would they be okay if I answered them in two hours? Would they be okay? Is the world going to end? Is my life going to end? The chances, now think about this, the chances of getting something so important that you must take action on it that second is like maybe that happens a few times in a lifetime. Like someone calls you and they like, they really need your help at that moment or they're going to die. Like, you could probably count the instances on one hand. Now, the second, or the really the third idea that I want to look at here is to all the people who aren't dying, would they be okay waiting two hours? Even if it's your most important client and they email you, and you don't respond right away, but you respond in two hours. Will they be okay? Or you respond in 24 hours. Will they be okay? The answer should be yes. If the answer is no, you have the wrong clients or you've trained them very poorly on just needing you. And you just, they need you and you're right there. The expectations could probably be altered a little bit. But they'll be okay. Now, if you have a team, I had to learn this. The team may be a little bit different, but we have scheduled meetings. And there's times where I check the Voxer, or there's times where I actually check the Slack channel. So I know what's going on, but we have minimum two meetings, sometimes three every single week. They're scheduled, and that's where we bring our problems. Now, if there is a massive problem that will, like, the business is going to die tomorrow, please call me at 1 a.m. But if that's happening more than, like, once a year or once every three or four years, we, we have a bigger problem than that. Why are we not catching this ahead of time?
what I ultimately getting at is I'm, I'm hoping we can make the connection that what it's coming down to, this is what really started shifting for me where I didn't need crazy discipline or willpower. I just need to remind myself that my time is as valuable as it would be if I was sitting down with the president or sitting down with the Nobel Peace Prize or sitting down with Albert Einstein. Don't know if Albert Einstein's a Nobel Peace Prize winner, but if I was sitting down with my favorite author, if I was sitting down to do an operation on a patient, which, please, God, my I'm, I'm not patient enough. Like, it's good I'm not a doctor. But you get the point, all jokes aside, is your time is just as valuable. And your two or three hours of focus time every single day where you focus on the most important task is that important. It's more important than being at the mercy of your phone or notifications. And so here's a little insight on, on how I do things. I'll check the Facebook or I check social media twice a day. It's usually at around 10 a.m., which is an hour from right now. Like when I look at the clock, it's 9 o'clock right now, a.m. I'll be checking that at 10 a.m. I probably spend about 20 minutes on it, and then I usually check it around 4 o'clock. That's it. After 5 or 6, I do not check. Rule, boundary, my time is too important. My personal time is also too important. To let the internet and strangers dictate what I do with it. And guess what? The business is just fine. If someone asks me, you know, a question on YouTube, they will be okay if I don't respond in an hour. They'll be totally fine. Your audience will as well. They'll be totally fine. Team. I make sure there's meetings set up. If you're in that situation, I make sure there's meetings set up. It's a virtual team. We make sure it's set up. We've got it in the Google Cal, and we come with all of our problems, and we solve problems. Now, of course, during the day, I'm available. I love to be able to uh, not solve problems during the day for anyone, but if you need to chat or you have questions, let's do it. Let me help you get to your own solution. Totally open to that. Because that's the biggest role that I have, is helping others be great. Clients, emails. I'll check emails twice a day. I can promise you, everything will be fine. Even if the biggest opportunity comes into your inbox, and someone really wants to talk to you to work with you, and you respond in two or three hours, not in that exact moment, you'll be totally okay. It will not lessen the chances of getting the client. In fact, if it does, it's probably not the right client. It's probably not the right client. Now, if you're checking your phone first thing in the morning, you're giving up your time, your power. Your time is obviously not important. Everyone else's is. If you're checking your phone at night, and you're answering things. Unless it's scheduled and you like doing it that way. I'm not, I'm not saying that's wrong. I personally don't like to do that. Some people do. They like to work at 10 o'clock at night. That's totally cool. If it's scheduled, cool. But if you're just unconsciously or if you're just giving up all of your power to technology. 
you're doing yourself a massive disservice. You're doing your business a massive disservice. I, I'm not a fan of wearable technology either. I know we live in the digital age. Everything's ringing, dinging, pinging. All of my notifications on my phone are off. There's just a few people who can bypass that. If they text me, I'll know. If someone in your family is on that list, you've got to just make it really clear. Hey, from 9 to 5 or whatever, from 8 to 6, I'm working. So if it's really important, let me know. And they will respect that. It's no different than being a rocket scientist. You're working on NASA's rocket ship and the astronauts have just taken off and everything is so delicate. Like you will not have your phone on you. You'll have it in another room. Or if you're in a position, give it to someone else. At least some of those notifications. Someone else can check them. Someone else can check the email. Sends you the most important stuff. You don't have to be doing it. You don't have to be answering right away. So back to wearable technology, I have an aura ring. Because it doesn't ring, it doesn't ding, it doesn't ping. It doesn't vibrate. And I have to consciously go into the app to check my vitals, to check my sleep levels. I really did it to optimize my sleep and optimize, um, know when my stress levels peak so I could optimize my day around it. But there's notifications or is always like, hey, would you like notifications on your phone to pop? Nope, I'm good. I don't need, I don't need anyone else controlling my time. I'm in charge of my time. I'm in charge of my day. I'm in charge of where I place my attention and no one else can take that. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you that a lot of people have a hard time with that because they think if I start doing that, my business will crumble. I'll lose opportunities. You, you, you won't. You'll actually probably have more energy, energy to maximize on the opportunities in front of you. So my challenge for you is just start with one app or maybe just one area of focus. Maybe that's the phone and the phone is really starting to like, you know, it's taking away your time. You're on Facebook and Instagram and social media and TikTok way too much. It may be fun. It may feel good in the moment. You may get a blast and a boost of endorphins running through your... It feels great for like two minutes. And then you're like, damn, I should be doing something else. Let me take another hit. Scroll, refresh, tap, like, heart, comment. Make the connection... I really invite you make the connection of how valuable your time really is. If we could change our identity and see us as doctors, as lawyers, just because you work from home on your business doesn't mean that your time is any less important than the presidents, than an authors, than a scientist. Your time is just as important if, in fact, you do want to do big, great things. If you really want to make an impact. And if we could shift our identity into really feeling, owning, knowing, believing that, then every time you check your phone, you'll be doing it from a place of, I'm consciously scheduled checking my phone. Now there is a habit to break as well. It's an addiction. So there will be a habit to break. It's going to feel really weird to not have your phone in your hand at 10 p.m. or at 5 a.m. As you can tell, I'm speaking from experience. It's going to feel really weird to go for a drive and not have your phone. It's going to feel really weird. It's become such a central part of our lives. It's going to feel really strange. But we got to start breaking that habit. we got to start breaking that addiction. Let's work on the identity. 
on how important our time really is, on the impact you really make, on what you truly do for the world, and how important your time is. And at the same time, let's start leaving our phone in a different room when it's work time. Any apps off the phone that you can move onto the computer, let's move them on the computer so you're not tempted to check it. Like I don't have Slack or any of that email on my phone. There's no need for it. I have my computer. I can schedule in checking my emails. I don't want it popping up on my phone. There's no need for it. The world still turns. Everything's okay. No one complains. I've never had anyone be like, I emailed you three hours ago. And if anyone ever did, I'd say, great, this is where, like, obviously, there's, we have to have a conversation around this. What's up? This is not okay. No one's ever done, like, I've never had that happen. You may think it will, but it, it, it won't. Or you just got the wrong people in your life. I hope that puts us on a path of really optimizing our day, our life, ridding ourselves of those notifications, those dings, those pings, those rings, and focusing on us, seeing our time as highly valuable. www.lucasrubix.com for absolutely anything else. A ton of resources on the website. You can also book a call with us and the team. That's at www.lucasrubix.com. You can check out the Coaches University. That is a stay-until-you-get-paid coaching program. If you're really ready to build and create and launch and scale your coaching business to start working with this is this is I love saying this is not just any clients but like clients you love clients you want to work with create messaging that attracts clients that believe in themselves that are inspired that are willing to pay you what you're worth instead of always negotiating Sucking you dry of time and energy. Massive difference. Two whole different coaching businesses. I'm not impressed when someone's like, I have a million dollar coaching business or I have a hundred thousand dollar, I have a six figure coaching business. I'm like, yeah, let's, I get that. That's cool. But what's it look like in your business? Are you working 20 hours a day? You're stressed out and miserable. I don't want that. Or are you doing the things you love? Working with clients you love? And growing. I'd much rather have that. I'd much rather have that. We call that the aligned method. We make sure that every aspect of the business, from the messaging to the marketing to the sales, is aligned with you, who you are, what it is you want. So if you want to explore that further, www.lucasrubix.com. You're welcome to book a call with us to explore how the Coaches University can serve you. And with that said, truly appreciate you, and I'll talk to you soon. All right, so as always, I just want to finish off the episode with saying thank you for listening. These episodes are 100% free and they're dedicated to helping you build your coaching business because there are clients out there just waiting for you to reach them. They're waiting for you to give them a result. So do not give up on your dream and never give up on your business. Again, these episodes are 100% free. All I ask in return is that you give it a thumbs up, you give it a like, you give it a little bit of love in the comments or the reviews, and you share it with one or two coaches who you know could use help building their coaching businesses. That's it. I'm done. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode.